0: Hello to you. Brian McElhatton here with the ABC 21 Daily for Tuesday, August 24th. We begin with the coronavirus and the Delta variant, which is spreading very quickly across Indiana. The positivity rate is 10.8% today, but it's likely higher than that because the numbers we see are a week delayed. Now, it is causing problems in schools already, too. Many of them are just beginning classes. Our first example comes from Smith Green Schools in Cherubusco, where the kids have to go home for two weeks because of a COVID outbreak there. Corinne Rose has that story.
1: The third week of class for Smith-Green schools begins Wednesday, but students and teachers will mark the day beginning two weeks of virtual learning because so many students and some staff tested positive for the coronavirus and the numbers kept escalating.
2: At the time the decision made, we had about 30% of the elementary school out on quarantine or due to a positive case. And then in the junior-senior high, um, we were at around 20% were also excluded from school at that time
1: that's out of about 1200 students and 150 staff members superintendent daniel hiles says it's frustrating to have planned an academic year only to need to pivot those plans so early in the term
2: we had a vision of what we thought fall was going to look like um, we obviously got some good news earlier this summer that the cdc was recommending that masks become much more optional um, that things had kind of turned the corner and so many of us had built our school plans following that, that guidance and, and that feeling. Um, unfortunately, as we all know, that was before Delta showed up.
1: He says he made the decision Monday night to move to two weeks of virtual learning so that kids could continue to learn without risking more people's health, while giving parents the day Tuesday to figure out how to accommodate the change.
2: Just as a way to try to slow this down and to get ahead of it and be proactive so that we can at least have some consistency for student learning.
1: Freshman Javier Meza says most kids he sees in the hallways and classes aren't wearing masks. He says he knows himself well enough to understand that he learns better in person rather than at home.
3: All well, my friends said that like, oh, some of them like it. They like like being at home and doing all their work from home. But others said that they like learn more in school and instead of like doing it all on home in a, on a computer, they prefer to do it in school. Like you? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
1: Superintendent Hiles says extracurricular activities are still on because he wants to disrupt as little of students' lives as possible. He says right now, there are no plans to change the district's mask-optional policy, but says spacing in classrooms and other issues will be addressed during the next two weeks of virtual learning. Corinne Rose, ABC 21.
0: Our second story today on COVID in the classroom actually takes place on the football field, where a high school has had to change its plans, turn on a dime because of COVID-19. Jeff Neumeyer picks it up from there.
5: The practice down here for Bluffton's uh, high school team kind of wrapping up right now. Of course, most of us know from time to time, young kids like to play some football in the backyard, maybe scratching out plays in the dirt. Well, the Bluffton school officials, they kind of had to do something like that to get an opponent on the schedule for Friday after COVID uh, blindsided them earlier this week. Bluffton was set to host Manchester on its artificial turf field this week. But yesterday before noon, Manchester's AD phoned Bluffton AD Steve Thompson letting him know because of circumstances surrounding COVID illness, Manchester couldn't take part in Friday's game. The tight schedule for high school football in Indiana, you essentially have no off weeks right through the state tourney, but well, you can't postpone games till later in the season. The only option for Bluffton, scramble to find another team in the same boat who had an opponent cancel on them because of COVID. The school principal here got word Hamilton Heights near Indianapolis had an opening, and within 24 hours, that school agreed to travel up and take on the Bluffton Tigers. Do not. We did not want to lose a home game, specifically with the uh, with the shortfall of budgets that's happened in the last school year. So we wanted a home game. We have a lot of extra activities going on. We did not want to lose that, and luckily. Uh, Hamilton Heights would forego their home game and come to us. You know, I think collectively everybody kind of hoped that you know, COVID cancellations and stuff was no longer a thing, but it's one of those things where you know we can't control what's out there. We can only control our response, so that's our focus is we're going to focus on what we can control, and that's getting ready to play Hamilton Heights on Friday. Now Manchester officials were hesitant to provide details on the record, but we do know the decision not to play is related to COVID illness in some way. That squad will lose at least one game that won't be able to be made up. Bluffton's coach telling me this is not an ideal situation. Three days to prepare for a team that he knows really nothing about. But Hamilton Heights, you'd have to say, is also at a similar disadvantage. They don't know anything about Bluffton. This appears to be Northeast Indiana's first high school football game impacted uh, in this way by COVID for this particular season. I reached out to the Indiana High School Athletic Association today. They're telling me that uh, COVID cut off four scheduled games around the state last week and that uh, three games, Games statewide already impacted for week two and we still got 72 hours till kickoff.
0: Allen County's
5: health commissioner
0: has issued a public health advisory over COVID-19. He's encouraging people to wear those masks, get their vaccines, but he's not mandating anything, even though he says he's worried about hospitals filling up to capacity or past capacity. So why isn't he mandating anything? Carly Van Cleve asked him that very question.
4: Brian, he says it's because he wants to give the people of Allen County the opportunity to make the right decisions for themselves. He wants everyone to wear a mask indoors, and he wants school boards to issue mask mandates. And he may issue a mandate himself if things get much worse.
3: We've been seeing an an increasing rise in cases.
4: Allen County Health Commissioner Dr. Matthew Sutter once again considering COVID-19 restrictions
3: an average daily case count uh, as of today over 200
4: enough for him to issue this public health advisory. We're
3: also seeing significant increase in hospitalization.
4: So Dr. Sutter in his new advisory urges you to get vaccinated, wear a mask indoors, and he strongly recommends school boards require masks. I'm just
3: very concerned. I would like to keep the schools open. i worry about the transmission in the classrooms.
4: With that level of concern, though, I asked why he's holding back on the next step, a health department mask mandate.
3: There's always this, this- Tension between individual rights and community good. Um, both of those are important. They, if we go too far in one direction, you know, it causes problems. When we're in the middle of a pandemic, though, and especially if we're at a place where we may be overwhelming our healthcare systems, to me, that needle moves over towards community good over personal rights.
4: So this could be sort of a final warning mask up, get hospitalizations down, or else.
3: If that doesn't work and we continue to see rising cases, then it may be a case where we need to write a public health order locally.
4: How long will he wait? He says at the current pace, if nothing changes, hospitals will start to get overwhelmed. And as early as two weeks from now, and that's when he says he may be forced to introduce more restrictions.
3: I think people are not excited about government intervention, and I, I totally get that. My hope is that people will pay attention to what's happening um, and make good decisions about personal behavior. I also hope that business owners and school boards uh, will take a look at this, be compelled uh, by what's happening uh, in the region here, and make the right decisions
4: well i reached out to the three districts in our area not requiring masks that's northwest allen southwest allen and east allen county schools each told me their school board members are aware of dr sutter's advisory but they're not making any changes instantly instead they'll wait until their boards meet again to bring it up
0: carly thank you and before we leave you we should tell you we had a heat advisory All across 21 countries today, and our chief meteorologist, Matt Leach, is expecting the same situation to take shape on Wednesday. He's expecting a heat advisory to begin sometime late morning, lasting for much of the rest of the day. If you're sensitive, you have health problems, so you should probably stay indoors. And if you do go outside, don't stay out for too long, because the combination of the heat and the humidity... Can catch up to you very quickly. Uh, Matt is following those developments. You can catch him on our evening newscast at 11 o'clock. You can also keep up with his updates online at WPTA21.com. I'm Brian McElhatton. Thank you for listening to the ABC 21 Daily. We are the region's only daily local news podcast. We're back again tomorrow with more news. We'll see you then.